Hi, I'm Alan, and welcome to the Mystical Animist Podcast. Today, I want to dive a little bit into that mysterious ritual we call a vision quest. Stay tuned. So, in some traditions of indigenous North American tribal cultures, um, a vision quest is a rite of passage. In that instance, it's usually undertaken by a young male who is in the throes of puberty. In other traditions, a vision quest can be undertaken by anyone, regardless of gender or gender identity. Um, Many, many two-spirits have gone through the vision questing um, experience uh, throughout their lifetimes. There are traditions where a person who feels called to be a medicine carrier, or what some people might call a shaman, for the tribe could go through a vision quest experience as late as their 80s. Um, There was one person I knew who was like 76, 77, who went on a vision quest because he felt called to be a shaman. And a lot of times when someone is older and they're going into a vision questing experience, it's because they want to, they're going to be a medicine carrier. Like, they've been called to be a medicine carrier. In general, when a vision quest is done by the young man in puberty, it's about finding your life's purpose. And as I said, in the case of an older person taking on a vision quest, it can be about making a deeper connection with the spirits, a deeper connection with nature. Um... You know, like like uh, coming into that, that feeling of being at one with the universe. What happens during a vision quest um, varies among cultures, obviously, and among tribes. Um, but most of the ones I've seen have been um, fairly standard, like... A person would gather up a few of their belongings that would help them survive, like appropriate clothing or blankets, um, and they take off by themselves, usually into the woods or up into the mountains somewhere. They go to a a spot that they find particularly special or that they feel drawn to, and it's usually in nature. I don't think I've ever seen anyone go on a vision quest, at least personally in my life, in a building somewhere. But that's not to say it can't happen or wouldn't happen. But the idea of a vision quest is to be away from all of the trappings of society for a while. So for three to four days, the person is alone. And they'll construct a circle, usually about 10 feet in diameter. I've seen bigger and I've seen smaller. But can be made of a variety of things. I've seen people sit in stone circles. I've seen people sit in circles of tobacco. I've seen people uh, sit in chalk circles. Um, It really just depends on, I guess, the purpose of the uh, uh, vision quest. Traditionally, the vision quest calls for fasting. And a lot of people don't really feel comfortable with fasting, but it's a good idea if you're going on a vision quest. Um, 
some people would forego basically what fasting means, obviously, is foregoing all food and drink. Um, so, you know, someone would go forego all food and drink except for water. Um, but even though that sounds good to go on a vision quest and it sounds mystical and, and all, you know, hoity-toity spiritual, I don't recommend full-on fasts for vision questing because it sends your body into a level of shock that you don't necessarily need. So, also sometimes during a vision quest, you might experience strong feelings of a need to leave the circle. Um, unless it's to use the bathroom, it's a good idea to overcome those feelings of leaving the circle because the whole idea is that the vision quest has a goal to it. So as far as the fasting goes, I don't recommend full-on fasting. I recommend bringing water and bannock bread. Bannock bread, B-A-N-N-O-C-K, is like a fried bread. And I definitely would recommend bringing that and rationing that and the water out over a few days rather than going into a full-on fast. I don't recommend bringing juices with you because the sugars in the juices will cause your body to do things that you don't want it to do on a vision quest. Medically, even, it's safer for the body to have some food. And it really it doesn't impede upon the purpose of a vision quest. So there's really no need to go on a full-on fast. The way I performed my own vision quest was kind of like this. I basically had water and bannock bread that I rationed out over about three days. And I was allowed to leave my circle to use the bathroom. My circle was a circle of tobacco, so that's where I stayed most of the time. But I also took a small representation of my primary animal medicine with me. Um, mostly because it was I needed to feel protected. And I knew that my primary animal medicine would be there to protect me. But I wanted a little representation of that animal medicine just to, to feel safer. for a high-level overview of contemporary shamanism, I offer a free introductory class that covers the importance of totemic relationships. Even if you don't think you have any totems or know what a totem is, class starts March 23rd, 2020, so head over to alanfuller.com and click on free class in the top menu to learn more. So as far as protocol goes, in general, you don't discuss the experience of your vision quest with anyone else. Maybe you would discuss it with one or two elders if you were specifically using the vision quest as a way to determine your shamanic calling. 
otherwise the content is generally kept secret. Like you're not going to discuss it with your mom and dad or your, your siblings. It's good to tell someone if you're going to undergo a vision quest. And this is kind of like the same kind of safety that you would have in place if you were going to a stranger's house or if you were going to meet someone not in a public place. Like, you would make sure that they know where you are and when you plan to return. Because basically, that way, you know, like, if you're not back within a certain time frame, they'll hopefully realize that something's up. And, you know, they'll some either come looking for you or send someone after you. Because it, if you're fasting, even if you're just doing a, a, a not a complete fast, but you're just doing, like, water and bannock bread for a few days, even that can be, even though that's healthier than a full-on fast, it can still be kind of dangerous to your body because you're you're not you you know your consciousness your mind is floating somewhere like you're it's a vision quest it's not like you're just only eating fish on fridays you know it's a completely different thing um you know it's you never want to bring anything from society into a vision quest with you all of the the electronics, like cell phones and laptops and all that stuff, should be left somewhere else. Like, if you're going to take it with you for, like, safety's sake, like, if you're going to take your cell phone with you, you're probably not going to get signal out in the middle of the woods anyways. But if you take your cell phone with you so you can just, like, call somebody before you enter the woods and when you come out of the woods just so that they know you're safe, if you're going to do that, then... Once you get to your spot, you're going to want to turn off your cell phone and, like, stash it in the glove box or something. Like, whatever it is, keep it out of sight, out of mind, because this is not a time to be using tech <laughs> out in the woods, like, doing a vision quest for spiritual purposes. This is not a place for your tech. <laughs> um you know, bring, like, clothing with you to suit the environment or potential weather issues in the space you'll be occupying. That's always a good idea. Um, I don't recommend sleeping outdoors, like, <laughs> without a tent. Like, this is not a thing for me. I don't enjoy it, so I wouldn't do it. Um, I enjoy sleeping outdoors, but to me, like, being in a tent is outdoors. I'm not going to sleep without some sort of shelter, in other words. Is it actually safe to undertake a vision quest of your own? There are differing opinions on this. Um, for one thing, when you, if you're going to go on a vision quest, you're obviously going by yourself, right? Like, you're not going to have three or four friends with you because that defeats the purpose of the vision quest. But is it safe to undertake one without having some sort of elder guide you before you go or some sort of elder train you in vision questing? Most people don't have training in vision questing. It's, it's just not a thing in Western society these days. And even when um, 
you know, the medicine person was the central spiritual leader of a tribal group. You know, they probably gave pointers or tips to the young going out on the vision quest, but I'm pretty sure there was no actual training for it. Like, you don't train for a vision quest. The whole purpose is to experience where you're at as a person having a spiritual, you know, living a spiritual life. Like, that's the whole point of the vision quest. <clears throat> So, in general, you you basically you'd have to make a decision about whether you want your vision quest to last one, two, three, or four days. I've seen people go on vision quests for five days, but I mean the max I would recommend is three. So, like the way I did it, I was I brought like one liter of water per day. And two pieces of bannock bread. And that's basically just so that the body doesn't go into too much of a shock. You know, if you're if you're diabetic, for example, um, or if you're on uh, medications that have to be taken with food, you want to bring those medications with you. You don't want to stop your medication going on a vision quest. Um... You know, you want to bring all of your medicines with you and you want to bring all of, bring, you know, some rations for a few days with you. Don't bring anything like reading material or anything like that because that's, that's, again, it defeats the purpose of a vision quest. When you get there for the vision quest, it, you know, you set up camp in a circle. Um, I left a doorway in my circle so that I could go in and out to use the restroom. Um, you know, I, I would... I, I was I was fasting, you know what I'm saying? And so... If you're on a water and bannock bread fast, the water's going to go through you a little more because you don't have as much in your stomach that requires the water to digest. So you're going to pee a little more. I mean, it's just obvious. So, you know, it's it's okay to go away from your site, your 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 questing site spot to use the restroom because you don't want to smell urine and stool while you're, you know, doing your vision quest. So, um it's a good idea to have a spot to go away from your circle. But you always return immediately. It's not like you're wandering around in the woods. Like, this is not a thing you should do. Um, in some groups, it's about four times a day you'll smoke the area or the circle. Like, you'll use white sage or red cedar or uh, something like that to, to smoke and smudge, smoke or smudge the circle area that you're in. Um, usually about four times a day. I did it I think when I did it, it was four times a day. That's been forever ago. But as you're doing this through your, you know, it's basically, it's a time of prayer and separation from society. And the point is to observe what's going on within you. 
What's going on inside of you? How is your physical surrounding and your internal being interacting? How is all of that a part of the same... Um, it's How is that all a part of the same ecology, the same ecological unit? Um, you know, even the, the tiniest of insects can bring teachings while you're vision questing. It is a time to commune with the universe, and spirit will tell you when you're finished. And I know that sounds a little hokey to say, well, spirit will tell you when you're finished, but spirit will tell you when you're finished. I personally prefer a set time because, like, I got stuff to do in my daily life. And while I'm out there, I don't want to stress about when I'm going back. So I have a, I have a time as, as, you know, I have a cutoff for when I'm going back to society. So, you know, there is some protocol to follow. Vision questing is a fun thing to do. You can do it more than once in your life. I mean, it's not like you can only do it once. But in our modern day and age, it's something that I honestly, I would recommend vision questing to people because it's in, in our modern society, I think it would help it. It would help because we would end up being more in touch with who we are as divine beings and what nature is to us and how we relate to nature as divine beings. So yeah, I would definitely recommend it, but anytime you're going to go on a fast, this is the disclaimer, I am not telling you to go on a fast. Anytime you go on a fast, talk to your doctor first. That's the disclaimer. I am not recommending it. <laughs> but I will say that as part of a vision quest, it is helpful to do the fasting. So there you go. I guess that does it for today's episode of the Mystical Animist podcast. Head over to anchor.fm forward slash Alan Fuller and leave me a voice message. I'd love to know what you thought of this episode, or if you leave a question for me, it might just make it into a future episode. You can also catch the Mystical Animist on other places now like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker and Stitcher. Until next time, peace, much love, and be kind to each other.